0: week zero sports with petty and michael they're a bunch of fucking amateurs if i'm here and you're here doesn't that make it our time good morning week zero fans we are back with you on a big week four in college football episode 55 we're excited hope you guys are we've got our boy petty back from the dead this week how's it going petty Man, feeling a lot better than I did last week. I got my first sickness in
1: several years, and I I didn't handle it very well, so I'm I'm glad to be amongst the living.
0: (laughs) Well, it's good to see you back. You know, we got you in for a few minutes last Saturday morning just to do some picks, keep that hot streak going, so uh, hopefully we got a little bit more in depth analysis for you this week, right?
1: Yeah, we're gonna I think we still gave you some some good stuff. I mean we broke down Michigan State and Washington and hammered it. But uh yeah, I think we're gonna go a little more in depth this week. But not too much. We're still gonna be quick and get you in and out because we've got some some fun stuff for Saturday
0: planned. Oh uh, yeah, we got a Saturday morning show, uh lots of stuff going on. So we're gonna get to it pretty quick. But uh you know we had a pretty, you know, eventful week last week, Petty. You have any big takeaways from week three? Yeah, it kind of felt like a, a Dance of
1: Dragons episode, man, where shit was getting set up, but we still got a little bit of okay. crazy okay. stuff that happened. Um America's sweetheart or or should I say the best team in Carolina right now, uh Appy State hitting the the hell married to beat Troy to start the day, which was exciting. Then our our boys down at Auburn, um I said exposed. What was the word we used uh, that was a little better? No, I
0: think uh, re exposed. They were already <laughs> exposed. I mean, everybody knew after last year and off season and the beginning of this season how that game was going to go. Ooh. Uh, except the coin I flipped, it did not get it right.
1: Yeah, it's it's become a, it's becoming a maybe even worse than a dumpster fire. Uh, quick down on the plains, Mississippi State fell apart uh, in front of our
0: eyes. And a ba- dumpster fire at least produces heat, and that's yeah. something that you can get from it. Positive.
1: Well, in a dumpster fire, burns the trash. I think Auburn just keeps the trash. All their trash has the money and the power, so it just keeps making the decisions, and the vicious cycle continues. It's like a Scrooge McDuck landfill out there. Yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> Scrooge made better decisions. Sure. We watched state fall apart in in Death Valley, which he, it was kind of surprising, but maybe we should have expected it. That 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 punt fumble, and you saw that stadium come alive and. No team feeds off their crowd more than the boys
0: on the bayou, so. Well, I pulled that one out of my parlay, um, (laughs) replaced it with the Tennessee Titans. Smart man, smart man. Well, not necessarily. Speaking
1: of your boys in Appy State, though, the Ags made up for their loss with them, had to come back against Miami, but their offense still looks like crap, and it kind of made me think less of Miami more than anything in that game.
0: But um, I agree with you. Uh, we kind of talked about that one, and we said, look, you're going to get the best game from all of Texas A&M's pre-Madonna's now that they've gotten beat and you know kind of gotten shaken a little bit. You reminded everybody what they did after their uh, embarrassing loss last year, coming back and beating Alabama. That's right. They still looked pretty... Pretty uh, sketchy on offense. Yeah,
1: pretty pedestrian on offense with the Max Johnson now starting. I mean, A-Chain A, a-, a chain is a stud at running back, but that's pretty much mm-hmm. all they got. But it seemed to kind of set up more of a, a big week this week and kind of the weeks to come, hopefully. Uh, than, well, I've seen more would...
0: yell practice in the last two weeks than I ever want to see for the rest of my life.
1: <sighs> We've got questions. We've lots got of lots of questions. <laughs> lots of questions. Of questions. <laughs> hopefully we'll
0: have a Texas A&M representative on our show tomorrow morning. 10.30 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, the Week Zero channel. Take a look at that. and Yeah, uh, maybe you can answer some of those questions. But One thing, I, we never tell you this, guys, because we just get right in the football. Do us a favor. Hit subscribe on your uh, podcast app. Hit that auto-download button so that it automatically downloads our podcast. If you don't ever listen, we don't care. We still get credit if you download it. Let's do that, this.
1: That way you don't have to worry about when we show up on your dial. We just show up when we're there, and you hit play. It's magical
0: absolutely absolutely well that's
1: enough about last week let's get into this week what's coming up man well like i said it was kind of a primer to some bigger games we got ut florida which is maybe the biggest matchup between these two programs since the 90s when spurrier and former were throwing barbs at each other a
0: lot of Um, orange on that field not excited about that part
1: a lot of orange not gonna be it's not gonna be a pretty uniform matchup but it will be a good historical sec 90s matchup and then um uh, who we alluded to earlier, Texas A&M, has taken on Arkansas and Jerry World, mm-hmm. which has kind of become a thing for those two schools. They play there a lot, and it's been some good games, actually. They, they've had some nail-biters the last couple of years, I believe. Yeah,
0: Arky actually came away with the victory last year, if I'm not mistaken, right? They won that one by about six or eight points. I think so. I,
1: I just know that it's been back and forth, and it. I, I think we may should expect the same this year. Um mm-hmm. And, and moving away from the SEC, Ohio State and Michigan who are just kind of running away. It looks like every time you look at their scores this year, it's just blowouts. But if you look a little closer, they haven't really played anybody. Do they get some we, Some We tests? might jump
0: into a little bit of that Michigan talk yeah. later in my pick three.
1: That's right. That's right. And in, in Wisconsin, a team that I cannot handicap to save my life plays <laughs> I, Ohio State. So, Are
0: yeah. you going to break both curses this year? Are you going to get I, a, uh, you, you know what you ought to do? You just should go for it and pick this game. Maybe even flip my old coin from last week. Uh, and, uh, God, why did I throw that thing away? It's just as valuable <laughs> if it always loses. I can just pick against it. I hope you watch The Gods Must Be Crazy to learn
1: how to get rid of a <laughs> cursed item in your house. Cursed <laughs> you <laughs> item that's You take it to the end sky, of the world and throw it off.
0: Throw it off the end of the world.
1: But, uh, outside of that, man, we got games and we got picks. We got a lot of exciting shit to talk about.
0: Well, I'm pumped. Let's jump right into it, man. You've already teased this one a little bit. The, uh, I don't want to say the orange bowl. That's kind of already taken, <laughs> but the... Lots of Orange Bowl.
1: The Lots of Orange Bowl, yeah.
0: There you go. (laughs) Uh, Coming to you, 3.30 Eastern on CBS tomorrow. That's the big game of the week. You'll probably have to listen to stupid-ass Gary Danielson. God. Tennessee is a 10.5-point favorite. Heard that right. Tennessee is a 10.5-point favorite over under 63. Petty. Man. That is a big line for a,
1: a game where Tennessee has been dominated the last two decades by Florida. I think they've only Absolutely. beat them like once or twice. But I think there may be good reason for this line, Michael. Um, Anthony Richardson, a stat coming in that kind of caught my eye, has yet to throw a touchdown pass this season and only but has
0: three rushing. He's had how many completions to the other team?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think I he's think got he's got like four three. ints to go with that. Yeah,
0: zero and touchdowns, it- four interceptions.
1: And his three Russian TDs came in the first uh, game of the year against Utah. So he hasn't Mm -hmm. really done much. He's been, we've kind of alluded to it. We feel like Florida's kind of been weighed and measured, uh, so to speak, because they're one dimensional. Let's just come right
0: out and say it. They're one dimensional, right? (laughs) One dimensional. You (laughs) shut
1: down Anthony Richardson in the run game, man. They're they're donezo. They can't run. They can't play, guys. And on the flip side, you got Hendon Hooker since taking over as the starter at Tennessee. has done 40-plus touchdown passes versus two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Josh Hypel's offense is a version of the Lane Kiffin offense. So if you love what Lane does, you, you got to love what Hypel's doing. And it's rolling in Tennessee. So there might be a reason for this 10-and-a-half-point line.
0: Are we going to get into that later, Petty?
1: I, I don't have that picked. We can actually kind of talk about that.
0: All right, good, good, good. Well, yeah, I think I like Tennessee, too. I don't have it as an official pick either, but... Um, you know, if this were nine and a half, I would be a little sketch about it. But mm-hmm. since it's ten and a half, and I know that goes against all your gambling thoughts out there, but you kind of have to think outside the box sometimes. Right. Um, I think they're, you know, trying to get people. There's no way that Florida is going to be beat by eleven points. No, but right?
1: that line's too big in a rivalry game that's been dominated by the Gators.
0: Absolutely. Not so fast. Not, so, not
1: fast. so fast. I think Tennessee rolls in this game, man. I think they actually kind of end up winning soundly when it's all said and done.
0: Look, I know they're going to win the game. Let's let me just go ahead and tell you, they're going to win the game. Uh, it's just how bad do they win it? Yeah, and exactly. If they can, I mean, it doesn't take a lot. South Florida did a good job of shutting down that uh, Florida running game, right? And oh man, they're not they exactly a-, a juggernaut.
1: South Florida is maybe the weakest school in the state of Florida, and they were a field goal away from putting that thing into overtime last week. So, yeah, Florida's mm-hmm. susceptible, man. I, 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 they're living off the hype from that Utah win, but it has not looked good
0: since. Let's face it. They were four inches taller and 30 pounds <laughs> bigger and, you know, at, at least as fast, if not faster, than everybody on that team. U- Utah got SEC'd. Yeah, it got it. what you saying. Absolutely. <laughs> I 100%. Think it's- they got first game of the year SEC'd, which is what you don't want. You might want to catch them on like game seven when they're kind of tired, injured, working their way well, through the motions. Not game one there. Bad news yeah. for those guys.
1: I think so. Well, man, watch out uh, Gator. Watch out Jort Nation, man. They they like uh, big games now in Tennessee. They like to throw mustard and golf ball. So it could be mm-hmm. hailing down
0: from the Vol Nation this Saturday. <laughs> Do Vol. Um, they don't know what they're in for. All right, here we go. Let's move to the next one. We've heard all we need to hear about that orange. The the orange. Yeah, there we go. Arkansas heading to technically be the away team in a Jerry World game with Texas A&M. Here's another game. It's going to be pretty interesting. This one is, uh, you don't have my time, 7 p.m. on ESPN. That's right. Uh, Aggies only minus two with all those five stars, $30 million worth. Mm -hmm. And uh, over under a 50. Says a lot about that Jimbo uh, offense, right, Petty?
1: It does. They're not expecting many points in this. That's a, that's a low total considering. I don't know, man. I, I think this is a game of weakness on weakness. Arkansas's secondary was kind of struggling going into the season, and their, mm-hmm. one, their lone all-SEC player got hurt last week and is out for the season. That They can get beat over the top, but the question is, can Texas A&M beat anybody over the top? You've, you've seen them play. Max Johnson isn't great. Their offense is lame and boring. Jimbo hasn't evolved. Um, I don't know, man. I, it's an interesting question. It's, can, does Arkansas's weak secondary hold up against a weak passing attack? You know, A&M has A-chain, and he's he's really good, but is that enough? You can counter on that and and stop, so... Be interesting. It's going to be an interesting well, matchup. How about there.
0: this? What about the other side of the ball? What about the Arkansas offense versus the AM? Defense? Let's, let's roll with
1: that. I mean, AM does have a good defense. DJ Durkin has come in, but I do want to throw a little stat out there. Last year, DJ Durkin was with Ole Miss, and the one offense, if you remember back, I think it was rated the number one game of the year by ESPN, was Ole Miss Arkansas. He gave up 50 points to Arkansas. Arkansas 50. shredded DJ Durkin last year, mm-hmm. and that's now the defensive coordinator at AM. He's got some talent over at AM, but uh, Aj, You know, K.J. Jefferson's looking really good at Arkansas. I mean, since that, his two years there, man, he's been one of the more quietly prolific quarterbacks in the SEC. I like Arkansas's offense better in this. I, I think I'm kind of leaning hogs in this. I like their offense to get more big plays than A&M's offense against even a beleaguered secondary. Isn't
0: well, I was I was already leaning Arkansas in this game, already had it in kind of my personal games to play tomorrow. I hadn't really considered the DJ Durkin connection and and watching that game last year um, where it was, it was picked to pieces by that Arkansas hog uh, running game, basically. Right. I mean,
1: KJ Jefferson just, I mean, when he he he, did, he, he
0: did did it with his legs
1: and when he wasn't doing it with his legs, he he had Ole Miss completely off balance running Mm -hmm. and passing.
0: And again, that same scheme that makes me lean even more. You know, I was kind of a, I was I was a slight lean. Now I think I'm a heavy lean on the hogs on this one. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you, man. I think we're gonna hear a lot of hog
1: calls in Jerry World before the night's over and, and the uh the uh Gigamags is uh might might be in for a long night. Sad sad dude cheerleaders.
0: You know, I was just gonna say it's gonna be a long night having to listen to all the pig suey, but it might be worse on the other side. Hanky panky. Hanky Panky. I don't even know what Texas that's all about. We do promise to find out what that's all about if we get our Texas A and M Mister Aggie Man on on the on the And If you, think we've, if
1: you think we've just lost our mind because you can only hear this, just look up Yale practice and you understand that we haven't gone seizure. And please don't
0: blame us after you've watched <laughs> this because it really does. It's 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 difficult to get through. But uh, be right. that as it may, right? Let's move <laughs> on to some more games of interest. Let's jump out of the SEC for a minute, right? Like it. There are a couple. Uh, I won't say big games, but intriguing games in the B1G that we might want to talk about. First one is, I guess, can we call this the first test of the uh, 2022 Khaki Pants Brigade?
1: I guess so. I mean, if you call a 17-point line a test, but you kind of pointed it out to me, it's it's much more a test than anything else they face leading into it. Oh, ain't
0: that the truth? I'll go ahead and skip down to a little bit of my analysis. I guess this is a uh, cheat for you guys to figure out. This one's actually in my pick three, guys. But uh, let us I want to run by you the three teams that the Mighty Michigan have destroyed on their way to a number four ranking this year. UConn. Just wanted a little Ooh, dramatic pause tough. there because everybody knows yeah. how good UConn is. They <laughs> battle with my boys UMass UConn. every year for the bottom of the barrel, right? Uh, Also, one of the uh, westernmost juggernauts of our country, the Hawaii Warriors. Okay. Now, for those of you with memories that last three weeks, you might remember Vanderbilt taking a trip down to Hawaii and on the road beating them 52 to 10 or something like that. Pretty embarrassing, right? And another Vandy connection The team that that Vandy beat last year when they couldn't beat anybody else, Colorado State, uh, that's the three teams that Michigan's beat this year. Okay, Now, granted, they've drubbed them, run them all over, the skull drag, whatever you want to say. They've done everything they needed to do, but they don't have a pulse. None of these have a pulse. Everybody expected Michigan to fall off because they lost a lot of players last year, but we haven't got to see how exactly uh, that has panned out. I think we'll get a little bit better idea against this Maryland team who – Despite still also not being tested with uh, games at UNC Charlotte, SMU, and Buffalo, those t- are teams that are a little get bit of a, a Got a little more teeth. I think the worst of those three teams, probably UNC Charlotte or Buffalo right now would beat the best of the three that Michigan's played.
1: And Maryland kind of has a forgotten man up there of one Talia Tagavaloa. You know, he, after transferring from Bama, he kind of fell off the radar and and didn't really have a good year his first year or two in Maryland. But if flashes,
0: mean, he had flashes, yeah, he but had a flashes. lot of flashes are bad too.
1: But he's very much flashed this year. Right now, he's the leading uh, pass efficiency quarterback in the Big Ten. He's got you know top mm-hmm. completion percentage. He's actually had high
0: seventies, yeah. Does he's, he having a, have, he's having a much better year. They still got Loxley over there. They've been working together for a couple years now,
1: so does he have enough you know in that offensive tank to to give
0: Michigan a little scare? We'll know. let you know in just a <laughs> few minutes, right <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> all right, next one big Ten game uh, this is one of the teams that Petty. over the years, has just become fantastic at picking. It's my
1: Northern Florida Gators.
0: Northern Florida Gators, his nemesis, the Wisconsin Badgers, the most unpredictable team in Petty's arsenal. Heading to the Horseshoe Guys, 7.30 on ABC. Ohio State's just a 19.5-point favorite, and they're expecting about 58 points in this game. What are you expecting? I man, don't. <laughs> this is one where I,
1: you, if you feel like I've been hot, don't listen to me now because hey, I'm. Blooded. Hey, don't
0: don't get in your own head. Give us your true <laughs> thoughts so we can fade you.
1: Okay, I think Ohio State's <laughs> going to kick the shit out of them.
0: I you don't heard like it right them. here, guys. You heard it right here. Wisconsin is the big. <laughs> take Wisconsin.
1: I'm I, and Michael's right, man. I'm horrible at, at at getting Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin has the offense to keep up with Ohio State. So inevitably they'll backdoor this some way.
0: Here's what I think is going to happen. I think it's probably going to be close, and people that have taken Wisconsin are going to feel really good all the way up through the third quarter. And at some point, Ohio State's going to get two touchdowns, might be second or third quarter, that just kind of blow it out of the water, and they don't have any shot of coming back. And I do think they'll probably cover. Um, Do you? Yeah, I think they'll probably cover it. Listen
1: to Michael Moore on this one, but I do. I I think Ohio State is that team right now. That line started out at like 16 and a half, and and I think it might have gotten some love just because Wisconsin's name does get a little bit, but I, I don't see them having the offense to be able to keep up in the horseshoe.
0: I mean, if Ohio State uses their receivers, and again, I've said this maybe on episode one or 51 this year at some point, Ohio State has as much talent as Georgia, Alabama, any of the the big teams. Um, I think it's a Ryan Day problem. I'm going to keep saying this all season. I think Ryan Day is uh, impotent as a a coach.
1: We'll see, man. We'll see. I hope he's not Saturday night because I kind of have (laughs) personal reasons for Ohio State needing them to cover this
0: line. Look, even if he is the worst coach on earth, Larry Coker, remember, won a national title. Sure did. Coach Ogeron won a national title. Les,
1: Les Miles has won a national Les title.
0: Les Miles won a national Gus Malzahn. Gene Chizik. Basically won one for Gene yeah. Chiswick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ah, good Lord. Players are magical.
0: All right, so I guess your final guess is you're going to take Ohio State in this one. Yeah, I'm probably going to lean Ohio r- State with you. I, yeah. I, I probably won't play this very much, but when it gets there, we'll see how that line moves. I'll look into it. That's all we're going to do outside the SEC this week, right? Yeah, that's it. You don't want to talk about Michigan State for our boy over there in Atlanta?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sorry, buddy. That was a rough one. We kind of warned you, though. Like, if you're ranked and you're going out to somewhere that's unranked and they're favored by three and a half, that's just Vegas trying to take everybody's money late in the night. It's just, that's an obvious trap.
0: Well, hopefully, P.J. Fleck and the Golden Gophers rolling over there to Sparty won't be so bad this week, or will it? I don't know, man. Depends on how many seven-foot linemen that... Uh, What's the Flex? line on that game? Put, yeah, I think, uh, I think Mich- uh, Minnesota's favorite. Ooh,
1: Sparty, Sparty, Sparty's... That running back was really special last year, I'll say that.
0: Yeah, they're, they're struggling. Mel, Mel Tucker's giving himself a hard time, deservedly, yeah. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll get it together, though. I like that guy.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, cool. Let's move on back to the SEC, and let's talk about the... Uh, I would say the elephant in the room, but that's not really a good analogy for this group of, uh, bulldogs of Georgia. Joyless murder ball is all I've seen coming from those guys. They've just been straight up 2009 Alabama everybody to death. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that when we finally get a chance at that, if we do, uh, that'd be the Bama for those that don't know me. Um, I'm hoping that we can take the top off of that defense. Cause that's the only way you beat them.
1: Yeah. Uh, you Gonna have to find some, find a tink in that armor somewhere, cause, it, and I think you're right. I think that's it, but nobody's been able to do it yet. So you-
0: nobody's been able to do it. Need a really mobile quarterback that can run around and uh, extend plays, or you got to go over the top, because that's how we would always get beat with those Kirby defenses. So um, right now they look unstoppable. We'll see how that goes, but they've got the Kent State Golden Flashes coming into town, and uh, it's a forty. 40- Five point line. The only reason we bring this up because nobody really cares. Georgia's just gonna go in there and sleepwalk through this game. Well, there is one. If you're a trend
1: guy, there is a trend here, but you're also like a psychopath if you
0: if you roll sure. this trend. The trend
1: mm-hmm. is Georgia has never covered a 40 plus point line under Kirby. They're 0 and 7 mm-hmm. in 40 plus point lines.
0: Mm-hmm. They had one just two weeks ago that they did not cover against Sanford.
1: That's right. Do you want to be that guy that that takes Kent State because of that trend, and then at the end of the day, Georgia's won 59 to nothing because they just can? So
0: that's a a no. How do you keep them from scoring 50 points is the hard part. Maybe they just don't want to like they did against Sanford, and that could be the case. Who knows? I'm not touching it, but if I had to bet it, I would take Georgia.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, and, and it, did Kent State's head coach give – apparently uh, Sanford's coach gave Kirby his je- first start in, in mm-hmm. coaching. So I think Kirby was like, all right, I won't drag balls Pumped on the this guy.
0: Well, <laughs> the, good news, the good news for uh, America and the Kent State Golden Flashes is that this game is at noon, so it should be over with by about 2.30 considering the way Georgia eats the clock. Hard and uh, yeah. get that off the TV. Move on, right?
1: Yeah. The game's over.
0: Total, at- or oh, excuse me, off of the Ocho. They're running yeah. it on the, the Plus. Yeah, it's
1: on the Plus the
0: Plus, baby. Oh, whew. all right. Good luck to anybody who takes time to stream that. You got to be a hardcore Georgia fan. To
1: do Boy, that. the SEC slate really sucks. if This is our noon game coming. Oh up.
0: God! Well, here this is this game coming up. The noon ESPN game. I'm not talking the SEC network game. I'm talking the real deal noon ESPN game. It's a battle of Tigers. The Missouri Tigers of just lost to everybody fame and yeah. the barn <laughs> who just got embarrassed Ooh. by the uh nittany lions of penn state coming all the way down from college station pennsylvania
1: just waxing waxing just beat and the shit
0: out of auburn auburn like we said got a, dumpster a, a, fire dumpster fire is too good for you right now because that would mean the garbage is going away
1: their dad the the uh Finley, the quarterback's dads going on radio shows telling telling how bad the quarterback situation's being ran. It's just it's a shit show.
0: It is a shit show. And it's so bad of a shit show that this Mizzou team that I mean l
1: well, they've lost by twenty to Kent State. They've um I mean, they've squeaked by the crappy teams they played, but the you know again they not Kansas State beat them by twenty. The Kansas World State
0: Road beat them like a drum, and then went to Tulane and got beat the very next week.
1: And so you're you're only giving a touchdown to Auburn. Good gracious, I think. <gasps> call me crazy. I think Missouri. No, no. Has more Auburn's
0: to, only given a touchdown. Yeah, to Mizzou, give, yeah.
1: Call me crazy. I think Missouri keeps it close. I think they got more to play.
0: <laughs> Auburn's quarterback situation is putrid. It's terrible. It, it is, is the worst is thing bad. I've seen. I've not seen Missouri play either, so I can't make this justification this year because, I mean, like, obviously, you probably have to go really search hard to find a Missouri game that's been on TV yet, right? Yeah. Dude, again, at noon, it'll be over by 3 o'clock, guys. Just hang in there. Woof, what an ugly game. 51.5 over under, so they're expecting like a 30 to 20 game here. Oh my God, I don't think Auburn can score 30 on anybody. No. No, this no. is going to be a shit show. So you're taking, you're taking the Tigers?
1: I, I, yeah, I'm taking the Tigers. <laughs> I'm
0: taking the Tigers, too. <laughs> Good. We'll win. Exactly. That's a lock. So yellow or orange?
1: Uh, the, the yellow and black attack.
0: Yellow I'm and black. Not, I mean, I can't, I, uh,
1: I can't. I'm not taking Auburn in seven against. I'm not taking Auburn
0: in anything either. But after watching last week, uh, you know, no way. So. If they win this game,
1: they'll win it by three. It'll be ugly.
0: They'll win it because Mizzou can't stop the run yeah. and
1: Auburn's able to run up
0: 21 points on them. Yeah. It'd be 21 so, to 17. Yeah. I would Missouri's not bet this with here. anything. Yeah. Oof, I'm not touching if you're, it. Yeah. Oh,
1: if you're, again, if you're a psychopath. Yeah. You can bet, uh, Kent state and Missouri, then go call 1-800. I need gambling
0: help. Well, on the bright side, we'll know who's number 14 in the SEC after this game, right?
1: That's right. That's right. All
0: right. Good stuff. Moving on, uh, Getting to some slightly better games in the SEC, but probably only because we're Tuss. Bama and Ole Miss fans. <laughs> Tus, <laughs> Tulsa, number sixteen. I mean, Tulsa headed to number sixteen. Ole Miss, four p.m. on the SEC network. Our Ole Miss Rebels are a twenty-one point favorite. Over under sixty-five and a half, forty to twenty. What do you think?
1: Uh. Man, I saw some joyless murder ball last week out of my rebels. I also saw something else. I saw Ole Miss up forty-two to nothing on the road against an ACC team and a coach that wasn't completely happy with everything on the field, and that gave me the feels. A lot of people, I think, expect Ole Miss to possibly be overlooking Tulsa a tad bit, considering Kentucky's coming to town and it's going to be a big matchup. I don't get that vibe from this Lane Kiffin. This
0: Lane here's the team- deal. Let me say something about Lane Kiffin. This poor guy can't catch a fucking break, y'all. <laughs> he tried to do something nice, okay? He tries to do something nice by not running up the score on a guy who he, quote-unquote, is kind of on the hot seat,
1: yeah. right?
0: He tries not to run the score up on him, and then everybody gets mad at him for not throwing the ball at all in the second half. He's like, guys, I was just trying not to, trying not to get the fucking dude fired. Come on.
1: Did you catch that some? press conference? That was yes. good stuff. Yeah, he was like <laughs> – I. I wanted to throw the ball more, but that would have kind of been of an asshole thing
0: that to do. That would have been really bad. Yeah, that's bad karma, dude. Let's play it cool. So, Lane Kiffin, trying to take the high road, but then ending up on the low road somehow. Still, Gotta love it. Man,
1: I, I think... No respect. Seem, no respect. <laughs> I, I think this whole Miss team's a little bit on a mission, man. I know Tulsa comes in with the on pay, well, it's the number one uh, yards passing attack in the country. I'm not exactly sure who all they played and who they've done that against. You remember that
0: emoji I was telling you we needed yeah, earlier? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, who they've done that against?
1: We'll see against Ole Miss's defense. I expect the Rebels to to take care of business. All
0: right, no so homer, looking... no homering there. Uh, I believe that's in your pick em, so we won't yeah, get official on that. Yeah, I can't, I can't say that. much more. Yeah, I can't give an official. Look, what I've seen from Ole Miss, it seems like they're getting it together. The defense has clearly improved this year. Granted, uh, I'm looking at last week as more of a kind of a scrimmage situation considering what we've seen from Clemson. The only reason Georgia Tech getting any respect they've been terrible for the last few years was because they kind of hung with Clemson for a little while, and I think yeah. that says more about Clemson than it does about Georgia Tech. Having said that, Holding any Power Five team, I don't care if it's Vanderbilt, Georgia Tech, I don't care if it's Duke, Wake Forest, you hold them to zero points. That is a huge feat. You do it at their house; it's a double, super huge feat. And you do it um, joylessly. Joyless murder, murder ball, ball man. Like you guys did. I mean, was, how would it
1: feel? It, man, it's weird. <laughs> I didn't. I've, ne- I've, I've watched it from afar, but right. to watch it up, but you know, it was great. It's awesome. Joyless murder <laughs> ball is fun.
0: Yeah. No. So. uh you know I like this Ole Miss team. Um, I don't know why they keep giving them such low lines. I think it's it's just free giveaway to the Ole Miss fans right now. I think they're just giving you guys free money.
1: It has been so far.
0: Yeah, until they figure out that you guys have a pretty <laughs> decent defense and you're. I think they're I think they're underestimating the defense. Everybody was worried about you guys losing your offensive coordinator last year, and I'm just like laughing.
1: No, we didn't lose our offensive <laughs> coordinator. You
0: dumbasses. <laughs> yeah yeah. figurehead (laughs) yeah all right well I won't let I won't make you do your pick right now yeah I think I like Ole Miss in this one um moving on to the next one this is my team the Alabama Crimson Tide they've got um new upstart Vandy team coming into town headed Tuscaloosa bringing their high-powered number one rushing offense in the SEC baby high-powered rushing offense high-powered Student section? No, yeah, no, that's not, not it. Uh, I don't know. They're going to get their ass kicked pretty good. Yeah. I've got yeah. this one in
1: my pick too but I, um, they have one of the things going against Vandy is they get to be Bama's first SEC opponent, and yep. it's at seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Um, our first night game of the year. We've been playing breakfast, and y'all played a little. God, I, it's so this is the dumbest comment ever coming out of someone's mouth to say someone played sloppy in a sixty-three to seven win. There were elements of of malaise in the Bama game last week, and I, I think I promise you, I don't think I promise you, Saban saw it. If I saw it, oh sure. So it's been addressed. I think we'll see a very fired up Bama bunch, bunch coming You're going to see a
0: focus team. This is going to be, you know, we've played a couple of practice games already this year. This is going to be the real, real practice game. You know? That's right. So uh, no offense to Vandy, but I mean, fuck, you don't even deserve to be playing football in the SEC. You've been a laughing stock for the last couple of years. Like, get better and we won't make fun of you.
1: No, yeah, you suck real bad.
0: Yeah. This comes from a former season ticket holder, by the way. <laughs> former Cullers. Vanderbilt season ticket holder. <laughs> Fun um, fact: It was cheaper for me to buy two season tickets to the entire season of Vandy than to buy one ticket for the Alabama visiting game. Uh,
1: well, two. Good lord, that says a <laughs> lot. But look, yeah. to Vandy's credit, they won their third game of the season last uh, week, which is eclipses their mark from the from last year, but. On the downside, I think that was it. That was probably that was their
0: surprise. last win of the year. Probably. <laughs> that was it. Yeah,
1: I mean, unless they get to play Auburn, are they on the schedule?
0: Ooh, <laughs> they might have beat South Carolina. They are on the schedule. Well, South Carolina is pretty bad yeah. too. So hey, you know, let's go, Vandy. See if you can pull one off this year. Right, uh, I got Bama in this one. I think Bama wins this forty five fifty to three ten something like that. I can't give a pick yet. Oh, you got That's it. That's also fix, huh? yeah. I, man, I went
1: full Homer on half my pick section. I just realized. Well hell yeah, you're making me feel like a bad homer.
0: Yeah, bad. You're not yeah, I'm the better homer tonight. Well, Petty, I probably deserve that. I've given you a lot of a lot of static for not calling your team when you need to before. And I think you're finally coming around to understand how try good to these be, rebels are. I try to be humble, but they're starting to make me believe, which is scary. You know what's the best part about being undefeated? Not being humble. Because once you're beat, you gotta be humble because yeah. you got beat. Like this is the only chance you get to be a total dick, so just enjoy it. Until you know? then rub it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like y'all are the only undefeated team in the state of Mississippi right now. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Southern. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Jackson. Well, state. Jackson. Jackson yeah, state,
0: man, But Coach Prime, Coach Prime, baby, getting it done. I'm heading to plains near you. Picks time. Let's do it. Ready Let's p- do some picks. All right, man. I'll let you go first this week since you're hot as fire. Uh, you're eight and two on solo picks. Um, yeah, like we
1: got to give that caveat. I know we won in one last week. Yeah, yeah, you know, pretty good. Not so bad. Not terrible. Yeah, I forgot my Vandy pick. I texted it in, so I can't count it. It wasn't yeah. on the show, so I'm not mm-hmm. that. I'm not going to be that crazy with my. Even though I, you know, I'm I'm giving you my solo record. Not all of our crazy. Uh, uh, Petty.
0: It's your record. You can you can display it however you like. <laughs>
1: Damn right. I'm eight and two on solo
0: <laughs> picks. Let's stay hot, baby. Let's do it. Um, I know Week Zero Faithful have been enjoying raking in that cash for you. I got a couple buddies that have sent a couple thank yous. So uh, I, I'll pass those along right now.
1: I hope I stay. Guys, let's stay hot. I hope I stay hot with you, seriously, because I got a couple buddies that have been riding too. Let's ride this until I, I lose my damn mind and let's figure it out at that point. But man, let's get it going. First game, uh, a noon game. So if you're bored with all the crappy noon games you can turn over to the exciting matchup of Bowling Green at Mississippi State. Now, I know, I know Mississippi State may be licking some wounds after last week, but I'm not looking at lines here. I'm actually looking at the total. The over-under is 52. If you, you know look what? at Bowling Green,
0: go for it. You reminded me of something we didn't say in last week's coverage. You and I both oh. saw. Everybody that was watching the Mississippi State in the LSU game knows Mississippi State had that game in hand completely all the way until a certain point in the third quarter when one of their punt returners muffed a punt. LSU covered that thing and the crowd went wild and stayed wild till the end of the game and it ended it for Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. But oh yeah Petty's handicapping on that last week was correct. They were the better team but Death Valley just took over. I mean it was a dumb luck play.
1: Oh yeah. Well and they had so many drop passes they had like six um drop passes on those crossing routes, which are the lifeblood of the Pirates offense. And they sure. were, for, I mean, third and fourth downs and it, it just changed the game completely. And then they dropped that punt and it was ball game done. Yep. I didn't mean to derail
0: it. you. I just wanted to address that because no. we had such a good time talking about it.
1: Oh yeah. But no, coming back, you, you would kind of be worried about this. Well, I'm not picking state on the line. Bowling green has gone over the spread in, uh, in every game they played this year, they've scored 52, 30. And I mean, they're just scoring like crazy. I expect them, the over under in this is kind of low. So maybe I'm setting you up. So sorry, but it's 52. I really like the over in this. I think State, at least, they're going to score more against Bowling Green than they did against LSU. So they're going to get off the map. But I think Bowling Green scores enough with them to keep
0: it going. I think this goes over pretty easy. Like um, it. I like it. That's a good analysis on that. So you're bringing us a total to start the week. Total to start the week. I started you with it.
1: I've given you a total every week so far. I gave you the under in Ole Miss last week, the under uh-huh. in. That Iowa State game that's crazy. Now mm-hmm. I'm going with an over, so I'm going against my trend, so maybe we'll we'll, we'll we'll hit this one as well.
0: I like it. I like it. Over 52, noon. Get your bankroll started early while all the shitty games are on. That's right. Well, speaking of noon games, there's another one on your list. This might actually
1: be the biggest noon game of the week because both teams are actually ranked. Clemson is going to Wake Forest and is actually a, yeah, ranked. Let's do it ranked with the fingers. <laughs> Uh, they're they're favored by seven. I fell into this trap last year. Uh, Wake Forest is kind of a darling because they put up a lot of points and score a lot. And I was like, oh, they'll keep it close against Clemson because they can score. And I didn't think much of Clemson. And then I saw Clemson's athletes on the line just dominate Wake Forest. This is where this game is going to be won. A lot of people don't be fooled by the points Wake puts up. Clemson's lines dominate this game and take it over. Clemson's going to win, I think, kind of actually comfortably.
0: In any regular season game that Clemson plays this year, if they have a small line, I'm going to take it. Because when it comes down to the nitty-gritty and Oogie Ungalale is struggling his ass off throughout the game, at some point, Dabo's just going to pull out the wild card, put in that freshman quarterback, and they'll be able to score at will on any team that's on their regular schedule. I'm not talking playoffs or anything. Regular season, if it's under seven, you just take Clemson all year because when it comes down to it and they're about to lose, they'll put that kid in and score. Guaranteed.
1: Absolutely. And Their freshman as,
0: quarterback is, makes Trevor Lawrence look like trash.
1: And as much as I think Clemson's day <laughs> has passed them nationally, I'm not sure that's the case in the ACC. The ACC is still very weak, and this is a team I think they overpower.
0: Look, if Dabo's not so stupid that he leaves that quarterback on the bench till he's pissed off – they can take it, and they can get in the playoffs this year with that guy at the helm because their defensive line's good enough, and that dude can put some points up to at least get them through the ACC slate and make them look good enough to go get beat in the playoffs.
1: There you go. I, I Yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, and that's why I'm kind of leaning Clemson heavy in this bad bad.
0: Place. I like it. Leaning heavy, huh? leaning, not leaning but leaning heavy. Leaning. <laughs> Heavily leaning. <laughs> Got um, it. All right, so – Next you game, got, I'm not. you got four? Are you giving me
1: four picks this week? I'm giving four. I, I it's the third one, I debated on. I may still drop it off. But my next, I remember one was, last
0: year, you ca- you came out of the season out of the gate first two or three weeks, you're something like nine and two or nine and three, and then you brought me five picks and went. Yeah, and got and crazy.
1: Three. Um, I'm not doing this that year. Today. It's
0: gonna be four and oh.
1: Four and oh. Well, yeah, because my next one's a damn mortal lot. Bama minus forty and a half. First, Vandy take it. They're gonna. We, you've
0: in, already right? heard us talk about this. Yeah, no, no. Let's go ahead, ahead and put it. that one in. Bandy
1: has never covered the spread against a top five team. Mark that. Wow, thing.
0: what a fact.
1: Rock that, mark that fact
0: in your damn I mean, Petty's turned into it. our trend guy this year. I love it.
1: Um, and final, final homer pick, man. Ole Miss minus, uh, 20 and a half
0: against Tulsa. I do think Hotty
1: Hotty <laughs> toddy. We're gonna <laughs> kick that ass. That's all you need to know.
0: Yeah, I mean, that you gotta everybody's gotta take this one. This is one of those bets. Uh, over under. You do you like anything about the over under? Just as a it's, bonus it's in this, it's in the
1: sixties. If uh-huh. it hits the over, it Tulsa's giving us a little run, and I'm kind of worried about that. 20. If it hits
0: the over, you're worried about the spread, I, so it's most likely. And that's weird to take a favorite in the under. You talk about having a just a very yeah. nervous day going on. I got to score thirty, but not forty. You know that yeah. that shit gets dangerous. So stay away. And from that would the, be two uh, weeks
1: in a row with Ole Miss hitting the number and the under. So that's a man. That's tough to freaking do.
0: Yeah, that is definitely tough to do, but pulled it off last week. Enjoyed that one, great win. It,
1: I do. We want to do the WTFs at the end. I did have. Let's a drop possible... that at the end. I'll okay. I'll
0: copy and paste that thing down to the bottom. We don't. Want yeah, to I got a possible away,
1: WTF late in the night. If you if you'd like to get really freaky,
0: <laughs> if you're freaky dicky, yeah. freaky Friday.
1: So Michael, man, we talked freaky Friday. We're here. There we are. Uh, all right, that's. Let's move on, freaky Friday, your picks.
0: <laughs> all right. Do you want to hear what I've got to say? Yes. Well, I've not been as on point as Petty, but my personal picks were undefeated last week and you know, I've done all right for myself. Pretty, pretty you know, darn good. I've done all right for myself. Uh let's do worse this week or maybe better. How about it? I've got one coming for you that's gonna seem like it's out of left field because that's where I like to bring my best bets, right? Central Michigan Chippewas heading over to the Penn State Nittany Lions, who just had a big win down in Jordan hare last week, kicked the ever living shit out of Auburn. Look, they can at least beat Central Michigan by how much they beat Auburn, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, transitive property works every time.
0: Absolutely not. Exactly. <laughs> I think Penn State probably wins this game by twenty points. You know, uh, you know, they'll struggle a little bit. Maybe at some point in the game, probably not early. The you know, the only game that I've seen Chippy play against a full size team was Oklahoma State, and they pretty much blew him out early, and Chippy just, you know, chipped away at it. Yeah. To, pun intended um, to get it back for the cover. You know, this is just one of those games where you're looking at after a big emotional victory on the road, coming back home to a big line. It's just difficult to cover that. Uh, so I think Central Michigan plus 28 and a half, you know, take the four touchdowns and change, and I uh, hope Penn State's just a little tired after last week.
1: Man, I, I I could see that. I could definitely see Penn State coming off like you said the big emotional win down on the plains, regardless if they blew them out or whatever 21 to 3 like. or something
0: that, in this game, you yeah. know. Yeah. I could see that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, lock it in, Chippies.
1: Lock it up. Uh-oh. I see um I see uh, <laughs> I see an old faithful coming. An in.
0: old friend has come back to Uh-oh. join us on our show again this week. Um, UMass, I don't know if you guys pay attention to the Minutemen of UMass, but they're a juggernaut in college. If you college listen football. to this show, you do. That's right. They are a juggernaut and not covering. Juggernaut yes. covering.
1: Juggernaut <laughs> <Right>. covering. <laughs> Very good.
0: UMass at Temple. Temple a measly ten point favorite against UMass. Now look, Temple got skull drugged by Duke thirty to nothing to open the season, but they've played a couple more pulsish teams and you know, not really. They they beat the crap out of some shitty teams after that, but they can score. And that's all you need to do. If you can put the ball in the end zone against Air, you can put the ball in the end zone against UMass, kids. So I'm looking at this game, you know, if, if UMass were playing by themselves, okay? Let's just say that UMass was out there by themselves, no defense whatsoever. I think UMass could probably get 10 points by themselves out there. They could, they could fumble their way down the field for 10 points. You know, I think Temple's probably going to put Thirty on them, right? Thirty to ten score. You got a good, easy ten point cover. Fade yeah, UMass. It's the name of the game.
1: Yeah, fade UMass. You just don't overthink it. Fade UMass. Don't try to overthink the team on the other side of the field. You think about UMass and you fade them.
0: You fade them. That's it. Last year that was going to be what an eight and three bet, nine and two. Year before that, I think we were at ten and two, maybe or something crazy. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Let's keep riding that freaking horse, right? All right, and, next and, and one. You,
1: and you can avoid the ones they lose if you pay attention. If they're playing UConn or one of the other pillow fight teams, the cripple mm-hmm. fight, like just lay off of that one because just don't play it. That, yeah,
0: they're probably not going to cover anyway, but still, don't play it. Just be yeah. safe. All right, the last one. I teased this earlier. We got the uh, khaki brigade bringing mm-hmm. Maryland first Big Ten game of the year into their house. Actually, could we say with first game of the year for Michigan? Pretty much. Preseason's over. Um they had their big battles against Yukon, Hawaii, and Colorado State. So let's see how they do against a team that actually has a little bit of a pulse. Michigan, you know, uh, they could burn me on this one. They oh yeah, they're me right, look, man, their offense the day, I'm has been not rolling. Their their, big one,
1: but. <laughs> but I I man, I, I don't know. Look, you got to be betting on this one on Maryland having one of the top offenses in the Big Ten right now, and believing that T- that Talia's is, is actually as good as he's been playing it. And if he is, they can man, they can throw up enough punches to get inside that number. I, I like. I, I
0: can see this game being a thirty-four to seventeen game, and I get mm. my half a point cover. Uh, I really think more like you know thirty-five twenty. Um, you know, may who knows? Maybe. Maryland surprises us and gets out. They had a couple games last year where their offense just clicked and everything went well. Um, like I said, Michigan lost a lot last year. You haven't been able to see that because of the competition they've been playing. Uh, I think just a little bit of adversity maybe trips them up and Harbaugh gets into his, like, I need to play to win the game mode and doesn't try to do anything fancy, and he just goes out, runs the ball, and wins by 10, 15 points.
1: That's right. And and Look, and and this is one of those games to don't freak out if Michigan blows out to a quick lead because Maryland does have a good enough offense to score late to get inside of a huge number like 17. So if Michigan goes up 21 to nothing, don't freak out because, again, Maryland can score in in bunches.
0: And I got my least conviction on this one least conviction like I said uh 17 and a half if this were 16 and a half point I would probably be loving the reverse psychology taking the Michigan but with it being 17 and a half um you know I feel like that it's almost a a little bit of a tease to get you to take Maryland so I could get burned on this one guys you know I'm also seeing that this could be a little trap but I just don't believe it is I've thought a lot about it I've looked into the two teams and uh from what I see 10 point game if Maryland's
1: offense is at all what it's been so far, I, I I like this number a lot.
0: All right. Well, there you go. I've got you a Central Michi- Michigan Chippewas, some Temple at home, and then Maryland on the road at Michigan. There we go. Pick three. Three quick winners for you. Lock it up. Like I said. Lock it up. Now. Normally we just shut this thing down, call it a day, right? But That's right. sometimes when we're looking through these lines, any of our consistent listeners will know, we sometimes see a line and we're just like, "What the fuck is that?" Yep. WTF lines and uh we have picked out at least one, possibly two for this week that you got to keep your eyes on. These things are I think over the years probably 80, 90% winners when we call them out. They are Yeah, very very good. So,
1: probably hey, should just put them in our picks more. But
0: probably should put them in our picks more. Um, this first one that I've identified, normally I wouldn't be able to qualify this as a WTF because it's not got enough eyeballs on it. A WTF needs to be a heavily watched game. Uh, it needs to be a big time game, kind of. And uh, James Madison doesn't exactly strike fear into anyone's heart. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, but what, what they're going to app state the same team that has had three last-minute games, two of which they won, one of which they dropped to North Carolina after 40.4th quarter. Somehow they still lost that game. Kind of mind-blowing. It cost me a cover. But um, App State had ESPN game day in last week, one in the big Hail Mary. Just tons and tons and tons of eyes, and everybody loving App State. got a team called James Madison nobody's ever heard of coming in. The Dukes, by the way, and I love mayonnaise. So... This couldn't be better, right? James Madison, plus seven at App State. Do you have to take it because it's so weird, Petty?
1: Yeah, man, if you're going to play it, that's the side to play. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be, like I said, man, they are America's darling. They're in the conscience, and look, with the way gambling goes, everybody betting on almost every game. They're, they're, everybody's well aware of App State. There's going to be a lot of play on this, and I would definitely think that the, some people are going to get be getting burned Saturday taking That's uh, exactly
0: Bears. what I thought too, Petty. And the only thing that kind of sketches me out a little bit is right now, James Madison's getting more bets and more money. Now I expect that to turn by Saturday, but if it doesn't, maybe this isn't a WTF, so it's just something to keep your eye on. If you see the, the lines start moving – Seven and a half, pile on, nah. James Madison.
1: Um. So, oh yeah. Well, and that gets to the next one, which does I think kind of fall under the quintessential of our, mm-hmm. our our what the fucks is where you see a highly ranked team. Look, this last week, man, that was Michigan State. Washington was a WTF. Right. Um, this is the same thing going right back two weeks out ago.
0: To- Baylor, BYU.
1: Right right back out to the left coast. So you're looking at USC, and you look on the scorecards, man, and they're beating everybody out in the Pac-12. PAC, uh, Texas five.
0: A&M, App State. Yeah,
1: just blowing them away. But they're on the road in Corvallis at Oregon State, and they're only favored by six. You know, this what? is one of those late night, let's throw the money. We've been betting all day. This is an easy one. I've already seen ESPN call this a lock of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I know how mm-hmm. that works. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've 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 taken that bath at midnight on a Pac-12 game. Mm-hmm. This is a definite WTF. If you've got the balls, you're not betting. The, you're not putting on a, a condom for this one. This is one you're of those games with, you're going, where they're you're, gonna you're going to be going after into like beaver. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no condoms, all beaver.
0: This is gonna. You're taking the <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, this is the kind of game that I think is going to be like you're going to wake up at two o'clock in the morning. And look up, and they're still going to be in overtime duking it out. Oh yeah, because <laughs> look,
1: USC's are you, are,
0: defense is terrible. Stanford ran through that thing like it was an open door. Are you go um, to bed and, and it's
1: it's forty two to thirty? It's forty two to twenty eight, uh USC, and you're like son of a bitch, and you wake up and it's forty two to thirty eight, and you're like holy shit, they scored three touchdowns when yes. I passed out. That's what happens absolutely. in these games,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's a WTF for sure because, I mean, USC number seven, high powered offense. Everybody just loving the Trojans this year, the condoms. But these condoms are going to be running into a beaver. Beaver.
1: You don't want to run into a hot beaver. <laughs> That'll melt Don't a want condom. to run into a hot beaver. Hot That's beavers right. melt condoms.
0: That's right. Well, and on that note, guys, a short 45, 46 minute podcast for you guys. We got you some picks. You know, we nailed it all. Still need something from you, though. Besides yeah. money, give us any money you want to give us. But we need you to subscribe and be there tomorrow. If Saturday you've already morning. listened to this podcast by 1030 a.m., then Good you're morning. going to need to immediately flip over to the Week Zero Sports YouTube channel. Turn us on, smash the like button, hit the subscribe, start chatting and telling people how awesome you are, and we'll see you there.
1: Man, I have no greater, I can't finish with with anything better than what I did on my pick. So I'm, I'll see y'all there tomorrow,
0: buddy. Roll tide, hotty toddy. All right, over now, kids. The Week Zero podcast is made possible by our founding sponsors. First, Workspace Solutions of Charlotte, North Carolina. They provide websites, social media, and digital advertising. Visit WorkspacePros.com. Second, we have DreamWork Financial Group of Birmingham, Alabama, a registered investment advisor. They have personalized portfolios, wealth management, and Spectre and Tempo funds. Visit slash Week Zero. Remember, investments involve risk. See website for disclaimers. A third, we have Custom Plumbing and Gas Fitters of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. They specialize in residential and commercial plumbing and gas fitting, new construction and remodels. Call 205 534 2800. Finally, we have Real Rock Thin Stone Veneer by Lambstone Company. It's interior and exterior stone, thick wall, and thin stone veneer. Visit slash week zero for more information.